What is up, internets? Welcome to the Randy King Live podcast, episode 32. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us yet again for another debate. I have, We have a really good one for you today, actually. There's been some... There's been some dicey ones. This one's a really good one. It was uh, brought up by my guest, who I'll introduce in a second, and I think it is a amazing topic for people to uh, consider. So uh, right off the top of the show here, I like to explain how the show works because a lot of people who are listening to this might not even know who the hell I am. You might not recognize the logo. You might be fans of Jeff. And so you're here to watch Jeff talk, and you're like, who the hell is this bearded Canadian talking too fast? And why is he taking the opposite side of this uh, very – common debate. So how this show works very simply is this is a debate-based format, not an argument-based format. So we are literally talking pros and cons of a subject, but we're not debating our opinion or our feelings. We've both taken a side, and we're going to just argue our side of the debate. So we have a 20-minute open conversation where we decide what side we take for the debate, and then we debate that point. So this, I'm not going to be debating my feelings or my thoughts, especially on this topic. I had a lot of research that go so well for me on this one. But uh, I'm going to be debating just my point to try and increase the conversation. There's too much stuff on the internet right now where if you don't agree with me 100%, everything you say is garbage. We're trying to bring back the conversation for uh, all of – we're trying to bring back conversation for people that have discourse without just – blocking each other and going to Facebook jail. So that's the goal of the show, how the show works. There's a couple of quick couple of quick rules, and we'll get right to it. So rule number one is we start as friends, we leave as friends. I've had the honor of knowing Jeff for a very long time. Jeff was the first person to bring me to Massachusetts. Uh, I'm very happy to have him on the show. I'm really, really excited. Uh, so I don't want to offend him, and then we don't get to talk anymore, which isn't going to happen, but you never know. Things happen. Uh, number two is there are X amount of logic fallacies that we sent ahead of time to Jeff. There's 15 of them. If myself or my guest, Jeff, is caught in one of these fallacies, we have to take a page out of the great Rory Miller's book, take a deep breath, de-escalate ourselves before we de-escalate others. We uh, say an apology for using the logic fallacy, and then we secede our turn to the other person. Also, I like to throw a little compliment in. So Jeff's looking good after surgery. Looks like he's getting back in shape, so we'll give him a little compliment on that. Uh, anytime a logic fallacy pops up, if you, the listener, catch us in a fallacy. So because we're going to be in this conversation, uh, this is verbal sparring. So we're going to be pretty engaged in the conversation. If you catch us in a – exactly. If you catch us in a logic fallacy, please send me where the fallacy occurred and uh, what fallacy it was. And if I can't debate my way out of it's not being a fallacy, I will promote whatever you want me to promote for your business, fit, tea, detox, whatever. And I will do push-ups while ha that's happening. So pay attention to the show. You could get some free advertising from it. And uh, also, it's always good to sharpen my skills as a debater. So coming to the show for the first time, we have Jeff Berger from Salem, Mass. Jeff, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, I... I live in the Boston area now. I've been doing martial arts since I was a kid. I teach for a living now. I run a youth nonprofit called Kick, Karate Inspire City Kids. Um, I love all the martial arts. My uh, my lame line is, you know, martial arts are like Pokemon. You got to catch them all. So I mean, <laughs> Muay Thai, boxing, karate, judo, jujitsu, you name it. If somebody will play with me, I'll do it. That's awesome. I didn't, I've never heard you say that before, which is shocking. So I, that was really funny, actually. I like that. It's like Pokemon. 
Uh, so Jeff, we picked at, uh, and you'll be, Jeff is going to plug all of his stuff at the end of the show. So don't worry, people, you'll hear who he is and how to get in contact with him. Um, I've said it a million times, uh, Jeff, when Jeff speaks, listen, and if he's putting stuff out, which he is, which we'll talk about, you should be watching. Uh, so from the, from the top of this, the, the topic you brought up, and it was kind of uh, a topic you just mentioned on one of the Facebook threads, uh, cause you're pretty active on social media for that kind of stuff. And it was, is comp, I don't know if this is what we phrase it as, but we, we whittled it down to, uh, is competition good? Right? Like pretty right. much. So is, I forget what the conversation was, but I had asked, I said, hey, did you do a podcast because you do the debate thing? Have you done one on versus uh, pros and cons of competition? Yeah, and I had not, and it wasn't it, it wasn't even in my wheelhouse, maybe because I haven't competed in like 20 years, and there's just so much things that I don't, but it's such a great idea. So we decided to run this uh, debate. debate. Jeff, what side of the debate are you taking? I'm going to take uh, pro competition. Okay, and I have the the side of, of uh, negative competition. And again, one more time, I'd like to state that I'm only debating my point, not my actual feelings, on competition because that's how the game works. It's not very fun if we just agree the whole time. So how it works is Jeff will get up to four minutes of an opening statement. I will then do a counter statement. And then after the 20 minutes is over, Jeff will plug his stuff, and we're going to jump over to final thoughts on Patreon. So if you're not available for Patreon, it is a pay platform, $5 a month USD. You can access Final Thoughts from every episode. What happens on Final Thoughts, very simply, is we just have a discussion uh, about the topic we talk about, and then we actually talk about our actual feelings and reinforce or de-enforce the things that we found. So, Jeff, if you are ready, I'm going to start the clock. You have up to four minutes. You can take all of that, or you can just do a sentence. It's totally up to you. Uh, please start your debate on the pros of competition. Okay. So uh, I did not research my topic. I'm just going to speak from experience. But the, uh, I think the first, where, where I'd want to start with that is, uh, you know, I, like I said, I teach a kid's program and my kids go to competitions and they just do, they just do kata, you know, hand forms and weapons forms. But if you ask my kids, what's, why, what do I want you to get out of competition? They're going to say something along the lines of, I want you to be okay with being nervous. Because I've seen some people who perform really well in the gym, but when something happens in competition, as soon as they're nervous, they can't do anything with that nervous body. The, the mental chatter, they just, um, you know, uh, they, they lose it. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see kids who they might start off bad with that and, and then they get better and better. And some kids rise to the occasion with it. But, um, you know, just being okay with being nervous because that's a pretty low consequence place. You know, I mean, uh, if you mess your kata up, you don't get anything broken. You don't get hurt. You just, just your feelings, you know, you didn't take home a trophy, but it's a good low consequence place to start dealing with those, um, those, those emotions, you know, that I tell them it's okay to be scared. It doesn't mean you're a chicken. It doesn't mean you're a coward. And when little kids hear me say, Hey, every time I go up there, I'm nervous. I'm scared. And they're like, well, if it's okay for my teacher to be scared, it's got to be okay for me to be scared. You know? That's awesome, man. That's a, a great a great framework for this because, uh, like I said, for, for me, especially when it comes to this, competition is – there's obviously pros and cons to it. And so there's a couple of cons. One you fed to me before the show, so thank you, Jeff. Uh, but the ones that I found before you fed them to me was uh, – and again, this is coming from a very left side of the world because that's where most of these blogs were from. But the things were, the world becomes 
a little too, so negatives of, co of competition is the world becomes very metric valued in a one directional place. So human beings can win in multiple different ways in multiple, uh, for life. Competition pigeonholes them and gives them the ability that they're not good at the thing they're doing now because of the way that the rules are set because it has to be for a competition to exist that there is no other way to win. So a lot of the arguments against competition are that it makes the world too black and white. It makes them not able to problem solve or think outside the box because all of their metrics are based off a very linear path and life is not linear. Um, and the last thing, of course, that and this is one that Jeff fed to me, but I appreciate it, which is injury. So you mentioned um, forms for your kids, but we have to talk about competition as a whole. So in competition, there is places where they can get hurt. If you are taking the martial art for self-improvement and or self-defense and or whatever, an injury affects all of that. It affects your mental state. It affects your ability to train. It affects your ability to show up consistently and may also Instead of eliminating fear, it may reinforce fear and take you out of the game entirely. Jeff. Um, yep, good points. Because, um, you know, I've competed in, uh, you know, when I was talking to you earlier, you were saying, you know, you know, the goal of boxing is to cause brain damage in your opponent. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, could be a, that could be a permanent injury. So, you know, safety, safety definitely has to be a factor in there. And, and injuries are going to be a part of it. I mean, I've broken all my fingers, all my toes, ribs, nose. You know, I'm missing some teeth, uh, you know, um, that's that that's part of it. And, and competition might not be for everybody and find out what you're competing at, because even if it's not, you know, even with any any business, you know, people competing to make a better product, just, um, you know, it, it, it just keeps, you know, raising the level. So, sure. uh, yeah, there's going to be some losers. But in the end, everybody wins because we end up with a better product for everybody. So, uh, so if we if we move it from so if we're going competition in general, then this is a little bit more my wheelhouse, a little business background. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna disagree with that, and I'm gonna disagree only in the fact that while a better product may exist, pivot a better product isn't always a better sell. So the people that can realize their product might not be as good, but they can find another way to win might then succeed in business. If you look at ideally uh, VHS versus Betamax, Betamax was a better product. And this is a pretty old reference for everybody out there. If you know what we're talking about, there were, we used to have to watch it on film and rewind. It was crazy, but Betamax was by and large the, of the competitive, the best product out there. But VHS realized they couldn't keep up with, Betamax, so they pivoted, and the way they did it was they got the porn industry on board, and whatever porn picks wins happened with Blu-ray and HD as well. I don't know if you knew that, but it actually happened. Blu-ray versus HD DVD, Blu-ray porn pick Blu-ray, and now Blu-ray is what we have. So VHS, they realized they couldn't compete, so they changed the rules and then superseded stronger competition. So, like, uh, to give a martial art example for that, I mean, just look at what, you know, MMA has done for martial arts. Mm -hmm. I mean, now we have a whole new hybrid of martial art that's just so much universal. It's, you know, I think it's a better, it's, it's not true self-defense, but it's a, I think it's a better self-defense product. It's a better martial art product. Yep. I agree. So again, that's where I'm looking at the competition, right? So, uh, although MMA did take the straight competition route, right? They were like, we will fight you. Like the Gracies will fight anybody. Like our product is better than yours. Come, let me come to your gym and beat you up. Uh, so, and then it became Grace challenge UFC. Right. But I think that if we're, if we're debating our points, which is your pro I'm con, I think that the major, the major crux of my debate for this is going to be that telling people there's only one way to win is not real. 
it's just it's it's a false uh, comparison. And while there are lessons you can learn from competition, uh, the the ability to adapt always supersedes, according to Darwin, will supersede even the strongest animal. Jeff, I I'm wondering what you mean by there's only one way to win because you know we've seen MMA evolve. First, the only sure. way to win was was Gracie Jiu Jitsu, and then mm, it turned okay. No, no, okay. Now there's, you know, now, you know, I, I, I told people for years ago, this is going to come down to wrestling and boxing and maybe a leg kick mm-hmm. here and there. And, um, and it, it, you know, it's, it's just kind of evolved into that, you know, nice. I agree. So I guess then what I'm saying, so I guess great. Cause we've pivoted to the MMA conversation and I was still thinking like tournament for kids, but still, you still have to have attributes. Uh, that may be that you may not be able to obtain through hard work, right? So you're looking at like so. Let's look at Cowboy Cerrone versus Conor McGregor. I hate Conor McGregor. Skill sets legit, uh, but Cowboy Cerrone fought for the king of Thailand. Like he's a legit striker, yep. but just just the physicality. So the experience didn't matter. So no matter how hard he works, he's never gonna get past that level of some kind of I don't know if it's training or gift or super senior or whatever. And so. There is no other way for Cowboy to win in that arena. And if his entire thought process goes towards just this competition, that's going to lead to depression and not knowing who you are and these other things. So what I'm saying is I'm not saying there isn't different ways to win in MMA, which there is, and that was a really great point. What I'm saying is that you still need to have these attributes that may or may not be accessible. I mean, you're going to always have, you know, with competition that you're going to have, you know, not everybody can be number one. I mean, not everybody's even going to be in the top, you know, 10 percent. You know, how much time are you putting into this? And and where did he put his time before? You know, he didn't put his time into grappling or whatever else before. But, you know, like I said, now people see that better product. They can come up. They can, you know, you have kids now growing up with that better product. But, yeah, when you have competition, there's going to be problems that, you know, some people are going to feel like they're not winners. But, you know. You're, we're, I, I think overall the majority, the majority wins from that. I mean, it's like, but you, you know, you're only going to have one champion, you know. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Right. And who's I forgot the quote. It was uh, I think a karate guy. He's like, there's more champions than there are. There's more world champions than there are worlds, which I thought was hilarious. Oh uh, yeah. There's so different world champions, right? But we, uh, so then I we, guess let's let's pivot the conversation a little bit. Then, do you think? And now this is kind of just to kind of reinstate my point. So. Most of the things you're stating for competition is them competing against somebody else in order for them to uh, learn how to control their nerves and emotions, which is a huge skill set for everybody to have. What about removing the reward system from it? Do you think like so if the negative is bad feelings and the goal is them to just get used to being nervous, then what's the point of having trophies? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with getting rid of trophies, but I mean, hmm. uh, you know, I mean, I, I threw all of mine away but one. Me too. Uh, same thing, I, was just, <laughs> I was just like, I got tired of dusting these off and, you know, and uh, now I, if I go to a tournament, like the last, you know, after I threw away my, all my trophies, I was still competing. Every time I won a trophy, I'd go up to some little kid in the crowd who's like off to the side doing his kata. I'm like, that's awesome. Here, here, you want to take this trophy, <laughs> you know, uh, or, you know, cause I tried to give it back to the place and do a picture mm-hmm. with it. And that's awesome. It. But you know, like, um, you know, so besides that emotional stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, when, you know, because just, you know, that competition, when you, when you take out competition, you know, you got a lot of people that start living fantasies, you know, they start sure. doing all this, you know, energy stuff, pressure point stuff, 
the whole you know the whole thing your your picture was um the meme was it was the thor thing and he's doing a smirk because somebody says well i'd compete but my art is too deadly for the cage and it isn't really though you know and and that's the thing like you know people who don't compete in real speed real time real impact there's a lot of stuff they're missing and uh, you can learn from that you can put on safety gear i'm not saying you have to be you know the the champion boxer or the champion you know mma guy but you know i would put my money you you get somebody who's like a he's got six amateur boxing fights mm-hmm. i'd put my money on him over most karate taekwondo striking black belts every day just those six real fights the emotion the real speed the real impact um it's such a great learning tool I agree. And I wish uh, I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up, but I knew you would. Uh, Cause that's a really good point. That's very hard for me to counter. Uh, so then I have to pivot, which I will. So yeah. the, the, then um, what do you think about, so a lot of people I know who compete are competitive, obviously that's why they compete. And then like, there's no point in competing unless I'm going to win. Right. And so then if we go to like the realm of self-defense, self-improvement in general, they sacrifice things that would make them better in order to become this person, which becomes this kind of toxic competition. So most of the really good MMA artists that I know, they lived in their car for a bit because they gave every, they wouldn't go to work. They wouldn't do anything else. They wouldn't establish relationships, look at getting out of a retirement plan. They just went directly for it. So they had this such a linear path for success that is actually detrimental to the rest of their life. Right. That's, that's, a, that's a huge commitment. And, and you don't hear about that just in, in, in martial arts. I mean, um, I was just reading a book. Um, I forget the guy's name. He does Family Feud now. He used to be a comedian. Oh, Steve Harvey. Black. Steve Harvey. Yeah. So I was uh, listening to one of his books. And he was, you know, he, he, I'm, I'm committing to this. I want to be a comedian. He was living in his car for a while. Yeah. I hear about that with, um, you know, lots of people. You know, people who want to compete at the, you know, if you want to compete at like the world-class level, the Olympic level, that is an absolute life commitment, mm-hmm. you know, but to do, you know, people say because they want to win. OK, what's your level? That's why they have amateur. That's why they have belt ranks and, you know, things like that. You know, I mean, it, it's not just the, the champion of the world, you know. Right. But I think to some people it is. And again, because I, I have to argue the negatives of competition. So I have to hammer on this uh, is right. Like, is that. I think that like well, Steve Harvey, it makes sense, right? But for every for every Steve Harvey, it ended up making sense. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, and that's exactly what I'm about to say, right? Is right. for every There's a lot Steve of people Harvey, it might not have worked out for, and the most, the fact it's right. most, right? It's yep. like everybody talks about who's the karate guy that fought a bull. Do you know what I'm talking about? He's Matsuyama. like Matsuyama. Yeah. Okay. For every Matsuyama, there's 80 dudes who got gored by bulls or in the hospital, right? Like the, yep. the, we only talk about the successes. So when these people are taking the shot, we hear about the success. And so we romanticize this competitive way, but for every one of those, there's a whole bunch that didn't make it up the mountain, right? And the, what is it? The, the meme is Everest is covered in dead bodies of motivated people, right? right so right, right. Yep. so there, we're only talking about this, like the Steve Harvey, which is a great example or anybody McGregor has that, uh, from the dole welfare to championship level yep. status, right? But yep. there's some people that didn't who get hurt, who yep. then can't work, who can't then facilitate for themselves. So if you don't I have, a, so. yeah, yeah I, I bet you do. So if you don't have that guarantee for the competition to be successful, unfortunately, or the mindset that you absolutely need to do that, odds are the time and competition, other than the first part, which you said, which I cannot argue, which is learning how to control your emotions. 
Uh, the rest seems almost pointless. And I think Miller says, uh, Rory Miller, I'd say Miller, but Rory Miller says uh, hard sparring, I think, and this is kind of the way culture's going, once a year. And then all the rest would be medium to light sparring, right? So what's your thoughts on that? Like for every one that goes, there's less. Is competition worth it for that chance, for that lottery ticket to be the one? That's, you know, that, that, that ends up being a personal thing with, you know, how much of it is it a passion to you? And if you don't have the passion, you're not going to put that time in there. And there's right. people who do like, you know, um, you know, my uh, first boxing coach, uh, this, uh, this guy, uh, Jesus, you know, and it was great because they get to go, hey, I'm learning violence from Jesus, you know, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, he got a torn retina. He can't he can barely see out of one eye and he's a great guy, but you can tell he's a little punch drunk. One of my other boxing coaches, he had a shot at, you know, the Olympics and, um, you know, he ended up getting some in some trouble to because to, he was committing crimes to pay for his training. Right. And uh, he ended up watching the Olympics from prison and uh, he's a super sweetheart guy. But I mean, um, uh, I feel bad because, you know, he's he's got a lot. Of, there's a lot of punch drunk going on and, and that led into alcoholism and, and all the, you know, and just, you know, uh, you know, other violence in his life because, you know, brain damage, you'll do that to you. Um, you know, and people who are hurt. I mean, uh um, I can't think of his name. He's one of the top boxing coaches right now. And, um, you know, he didn't have a very good pro career and he just because he was injured. And uh, But now he ended up being a great coach, you know. Um, but, I, yeah, it's a sacrifice you can make. And, uh, you know, you know, for me, I mean, you, you got one life. I mean, uh, go for it. I mean, if I could if I was younger and healthier, I was like, what would I do? I'd do more. I look yeah, like, you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I would have done more. And I, I think about all the times that I was hurt. I'm like, oh, man, I because because I got hurt. I got all, you know, all kinds of injuries coming up and stuff like that. You know, back pain and, you know, breaking stuff. And um, I had uh, when I was 27, I had two doctors tell me uh, I had such bad back pain. I was getting it checked out. And the doctor told me, he says, uh, you're going to be in a wheelchair by the time you're 40. And it scared the shit out of me. And I, I was like, you know, fuck him. I'll, I'll go get a second opinion. And the guy's looking at me outside. He goes, you're probably, he's probably right. And I was like, oh, shit. And, uh, but, you know, uh, to hell with them because I fought in the world championships at age 40. So, right. uh, so there you go. <laughs> right. But because uh, it ended up not being what they thought, you know, uh, Western medicine has a bad reputation with back pain. But, uh, sure. but that, you know, that, that was me being lucky. There's other people that definitely had, you know, permanent injuries. Uh, I know somebody got his, his jaw broke really bad. He can never spar. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. So it's, uh, well, those I think can happen. You, you got to know those risks. And, uh, like I said, you got to be that passionate about it. And, uh, at the end of your life, are you going to look back and go, I didn't, you know, I never wanted to look back at my life and go, you know, Oh, I didn't do that. Cause I was afraid. Oh, well, guess what? You get to die anyway. You yeah, know? True. yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I think then we're almost we're down to three minutes left. So the juice being worth the squeeze, again, because I'm hammering my point of competition bad, is for every one uh, for every one success story, there's like 10 addiction issues, like you said, right? Alcoholism, injury, whatever, right? So is, is the juice worth the squeeze? Like, yes, I understand you got the one life and that's a very personal thing, but like overall for the masses, like is it smart to put your kid through that or your friend or family or pet or whatever the fuck you want to uh, you put value to? But if you want to put them through that, like is, is the juice worth the squeeze if they, if they don't have that passion, but you still think, you think as a person competition is, is character building? If you don't have the passion, you're definitely going to have to limit 
what type of competition you do. I mean, I think everyone should do some martial arts just for the self-defense. And part of that should be doing some competition for the, for the mental, emotional, and to get a real understanding of some physical, you know, full on physical stuff. But uh, no, you don't have to compete world championships, national championships, or any of this other stuff, you know? So it sounds like your definition of competition is just competing for the sake of competing, where my point is trying to compete competition becomes toxic further down the road, right? We look like ballet, for example, like with little girls on ballet, it's fun. At 14, it's eating disorders and getting whipped, right? So <laughs> so I'll, I'm going to add to your argument when sure. it's competition with parents living vicariously through their kids. Mm. That really kind of pisses me off. It's why we don't do a kid's boxing program. Really? Yep. I had such nasty attitudes with people coming in. I mean, just, just I'm thinking about this one girl in there uh, and her dad was just so verbally abusive to her. It's like, it makes me want to cry. I mean, yeah. I was uh, he just, just the things this guy's saying to his own daughter. I mean, how are you yelling racial slurs to your own daughter and stuff? Like, Dude, in class, I'm like, you can't say that. He's like, oh, after you, I'll take, I'll talk to my kid, whatever I want, blah, blah, blah. It's like, sure. but you know, he's going to, he's going to coach his daughter and she's going to be the next world champion because he knows how to box, even though he never did, you know? Awesome. So we got 40 seconds left of the debate. I have a lot of questions to ask you a final thought. So Jeff's not going anywhere. He's going to join us. But so, again, the point of the show was to talk about competition, pros and cons. I think a lot of that was said. So closing statement for me, I'll do quickly, is for the debate, I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze for the potential of injury, substance abuse, loss of support structures. Jeff, what do you think the major pros of competition are? Uh, the, uh, the, the getting used to the uh, emotional stuff. And uh, I think the other stuff, the other competition you can do at low level, I mean, if you're grappling as a white belt, blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu or amateur boxing, kickboxing match, you'd get a lot out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, so time is up. That's the end of the debate. So I agree with you, but I can say it now that it's over. So I, I do agree. So Jeff, before we jump to final thoughts and we like come together on this, because I know we uh you're you're like me right like we we competed you competed way more than i did but i did i did some competition and i think that it's a huge character building thing and i want to walk that out in final thoughts but before you competed that, pro though right no no semi oh, not okay. pro no okay. I, I wish i wish um yeah. so with the uh with this then jeff where can they find you uh i'm in salem mass uh that's yeah. about 15 minutes north of boston i'm at 280 highland ave uh, when I when I give directions to my place, I go. I'm on Highland Ave. I'm across from IHOP. Kung Fu and pancakes. How can you beat it? Yeah. You know. Uh, online, where can they find you? Uh, Coach Jeff Berger spells like cheeseburger, which is part of why I had to get into martial arts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <And laughs> it's our family food. Uh, so we, uh, Jeff, uh, you did uh, before we go. I want you to plug your seminar. So I watched your uh, stick and move Sticking seminar. Move. And literally, me and my partner Thor worked your, your your footwork matrix is genius. It's literally four things side by side, but the movement hits every angle. So why don't you tell people what's your YouTube channel? Um, it's uh, I think it's Jeff Berger. Okay. <laughs> it might be Coach Jeff Berger. Um, yeah. there's a there's a camera guy that works with one of my mentors, yep. and he talked to me about you know a project we're doing. So we're gonna be putting some seminars uh, online for free. So stick and yeah. move is on there. It's an hour and 40 minutes, so maybe bite-sized chunks. Um, this Sunday, we're going to be going live, we hope. Uh, we'll see if that's uh, – we hope that's our internet's going to be live. February 2nd, because this won't be, this will be after, Sunday. yeah. Right, so – no, it's this Sunday. Right, yeah, February. this Sunday. Yeah, February 2nd, this Sunday. 
Yes, that's correct. Right. Yeah, but this yep. won't be out until in the future after that. So oh, I'm well, telling them right. February second. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you'll be able to watch that one live February second. That's going to be Muay Thai Clinch, and then give it five days or a week, and it'll be on the YouTube channel for for free. Yeah, and honestly, like I'm about to ask you all for money while Jeff gives stuff away for free. But definitely check it out. And if you want more on this for final thoughts for me and Jeff, we're gonna go talk. Jump onto my Patreon, Randy King, patreon.com slash Randy King Live. Every episode has final thoughts, plus a new extra video, extra content. All the research for my book is on there. All the talking to savages episodes don't exist on the internet anymore. There. It's a lot. It's I am the Netflix of self-defense crap if you like this face. So uh come check it out. That'd be awesome. And Jeff, thank you so much for being on the show. That is another episode of the Randy King Live Debate Podcast. Join us for final thoughts.